Hey family, welcome to Mind Day Care Podcast, where we nurse our minds back to better health. I'm your host, Kyra Fisher. Come on in the room and let's get started. Hey family, welcome to another episode of Mind Day Care Podcast. I'm your host, Kyra Fisher. Come on in the room and let's get started. Okay, I'm looking kind of young, y'all, for those who listen, and I got my Adidas sweat jacket on. I'm looking like a cottage student, got my my bun on, you know, a lot going on, broke a couple of my nails, <laughs> so I can't wash my hair quite today, so I had to just settle in that, but all of that uh, in regards to my hair, my nails, and working and being tired, man, I'm just be so transparent. I had just a, a real rockiness at work today, and I had to like really check myself. And so last week in the episode, I talked about opposite reaction when you have an emotion um, that is not an effective emotion. And we know what those unaffected emotions are um, that linger. Anger is normal, but anger that lingers and anger that affects your behavior negative to, negatively is not the greatest, right? And so I tried to uh, try to. Um, make myself uh, focus on other things. And uh, one of the things that helps me a lot is be grateful. So I was talking to a, a staff person, a coworker at my job, and they felt the need to come to me and, and vent about another their supervisor, uh, that their supervisor was, very, was being very disrespectful and had said something very disrespectful to them, not HR worthy, but hurting feelings worthy, you know? And so I told the particular person, I said, usually um, when we say things uh, that are mean or um, we have a chip on our shoulder, it's something behind that. That is telling us something. Either it's telling us that we're angry about something else and we're taking out on somebody else, or it's telling us that we got some emotional unrest going on when we unfairly display anger towards somebody else. You know, that's like a kid at school. Um, and you know, if you work at a school or even your own child, when the teachers call and they say, you know, little Johnny is, is acting up and he's doing all kinds of things and he won't settle down and you constantly get called to the school about his behavior, have to go take him out. And then a teacher may say he's just bad. But somebody like me, a social worker, or somebody uh, somebody with a spiritual discernment, um, knows that is the behavior is the uh, the what do you call it? It is the symptom of what's really going on underneath. And so, no, Johnny's not bad. Usually, if a child has that kind of behavior, what's underneath it? What's traumatic? What is bothering them? You know, father may not be in the home. The mother's not really explaining why the father's not in the home, or vice versa. And, and or or the child is trying to express themselves and can't really find a language, so then they act out. So then we know it's not just Johnny being bad; it's Johnny being bad because, right? So when we talked about emotional regulation um, last week, and and one of the one of the uh, coping skills or techniques to kind of combat that, we talked about uh, opposite action. And so one of the opposite actions um, that I want to talk about is the opposite action for being disgusted. 
I, you know, <laughs> I know somebody who used to always like, I'm so disgusted. That really disgusts me. Okay, well, what's the opposite action for disgusting? Because you can't really live in disgusting bill. Because if you live in disgusting bill too long, you're going to start acting like a disgusting citizen. Huh? You hear what I'm saying? Don't live in disgusting veal too long. Don't live in anger veal too long because then you're going to, you know, assume the citizenship of that environment. And so uh, one of the scriptures I can think about is as a man thinketh, so is he, you know, or evil, evil communication. I think it's in Second Corinthians, evil communication corrupts good manners, right? So as we're complaining or having emotional distress, if we continue to do that without a resolution, it will begin to corrupt our goodness. It will begin to unsettle our emotions and therefore our emotion will become unregulated, you know? And so we have to begin to regulate those emotions because the, 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 the nugget, and write this down if you're writing it down, whether you're spiritual or not, the nugget is the negative emotion or in church we say the enemy, right? <laughs> the enemy will use you to take you out. Okay, I passed the plate, passed the plate. That was a nugget. The enemy will use you to take you out. He will use your own thoughts. My camera just adjusted. My camera was like, hey man, that was the adjustment. That it use your own thoughts and your own negative emotions to take you clean out of here. Usually somebody who is um having suicidal thoughts or um uh, ideations that we call them or thoughts is usually something internal. And usually the, the, uh, demonstration of it all comes through that person, through ourselves. Right. So I've seen where, uh, our own emotional dysregulation can just take us out of the game, can take us out of communication with our loved ones, can take us out or stop having communication with friends. Um, your internal unregulated emotions will get you not wanting to go to church. It will get you not wanting to trust God. It will get you in this uh, realm of leading into depression and anxiety. And guess where it's all originating from as far as keeping it going? It's right here, right here in the mind. If you don't... Um, on a podcast, listen to the radio. I'm pointing at my mind. And so every battle, and I know you, you probably heard what I'm getting ready to say, but I'm going to say it again for the people in the back, okay? Every battle is lost and won in the mind. Come on, say it with me. Every battle is lost or won in the mind. Which, which one we're doing? And so we can control how we win. We can control if we win. Regardless of what's going on around us, it is not what happens, it's how we respond. And so our response is a gospel song that says, my response is, and the, the lyrics are, my response is, hallelujah, because he made a decision to make his response that. And so our response can either be great or it can be bad. And, and most of the time, whatever the response is, the person that's in the front seat is usually us getting affected by whatever that response is. So it's not what happens to us, it's how we respond. So going back to this gentleman that came up to me at work today, talking about his emotional uh, dysregulation or whatnot, um, 
I, I said, okay, the person that you're angry with, I want you to look at it from this point of view, that can you agree that to a certain extent, some of us have experienced some, some really, you know, traumatic, some really traumatic things. I had to pause y'all, my, my, my battery is, is kind of dying, but I'm going to say this part. We, some of us have experienced the most traumatic, some traumatic things. And so when we are responding to somebody being angry with us or having a negative attitude and we respond and disgust about it, I want you to take on a new frame of mind and say, okay, this person that is offending me, did I ever stop to think that they have been traumatized and they are responding from a traumatic point of view? Because trauma tends to recycle as a lot of things. It could recycle as anger. It could recycle as jealousy. And what is trauma? Trauma is any experience or adverse or negative experience that is affecting your present everyday life. Um, and so that person, I told him, you ever think that he was going through something not to justify his behavior at all? I'm not justifying. I'm not saying the behavior was okay. I am saying that if you look at it, that they're responding from a hurt place toward you, instead of you being angry at them, you can start having empathy for them. And so your anger is now is starting to say, I feel sorry for them. I want to pray for them versus me being angry with them, because this is going to help your mental stability if you see it that way. And so how do you respond to how, how is opposite actions? One of the, uh, uh, tools we talked about last week for disgust. So if we are disgusted or have um, um, anything that we're irritated with, how about we be kind to those you feel contempt for and step into the other person's shoes? That's another way of saying what I just said. When you are disgusted about someone, unless you don't have actual facts. Now, if this person beat you, right? You, you have a right to be disgusted. <laughs> that I'm not talking about things with actual facts. And then you need to take those steps to uh, reconcile that. Whether, I don't know, if you're a domestic violence survivor, you, you need to call the police, you need to get away. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about things you can be disgusted about that are factual and actual. I'm talking about things of somebody having an attitude with you. And we're going to keep it simple as that. And you're disgusted with them. I want you to be kind to them and step into the other person's shoes, knowing that their actions may be on the foundation of trauma. And when you see that, you can even use that with people in your family. If you're not getting along with your sister, something she did a long time ago, and every time you get around her, your skin crawl. Okay, come on, let's just be honest in the room, please. Or you're angry with your mother, something she did in the past or didn't do. Some of us are angry for what our parents didn't do. So we see this from stepping into their own shoes, stepping into their shoes, you will begin to want to treat them differently. For example, I love my mother. You know, hey, Cheryl. Anyway, <laughs> no, I love my mother. I really do. But I understand that it's certain things she wasn't raised, but she, she can only give me what she had. And so with me growing up, being angry with how she raised us in certain kind of ways as I became an adult, I said, well, her mother passed away when she was seven. Her father passed away when she was 18. She really didn't have anybody to raise her. So I'm thinking, what am I angry about? I'm angry that she did certain things when she was raising me. However, 
she didn't get those things when she was younger. So as I started to think about that, my anger started to go down. My empathy started to go up and I started to see my mother as she needs support. She needs constant prayer, just like we all need prayer, okay? Jesus, take the wheel, okay? And so when you are feeling the, that feeling of disgust or anger with someone, always step into their shoes and then move close. <laughs> like what my, my, my booklet says is eat, drink, stand near or embrace what you found disgusting. Because as you get close to it, you'll start to see what really prompted that person to offend you. Now, I'm not talking about factual stuff. If somebody actually physically hurt you and things like that, then you have to take precautions um, to stay away from that person and do what you need to do. However, from a distance, you can do what I'm saying. You can lean in to the fact that whatever this person did to hurt you, they still need prayer because they're still operating from maybe a place of trauma. So I just want you to start seeing those things um, and those situations in a broader scale, in a bigger scale, not just in front of you what it's doing for you or what it, how it's affecting you. Think of it largely. What's going on at the root of that person? What's going on at the root of me? And so with that said, Let's practice the opposite action to discuss or D-I-S-G-U-S-T, not discuss the situation, but discuss. Or matter of fact, let's discuss the disgust with the T, right? So let's discuss what's disgusting us and then we will get to the root of the problem. I hope this blessed you real good. I love you. There's not a thing you can do about it. Join us on the next episode of Mind Dead Care where we nurse our minds back to better health. All right, be blessed. Hey family, thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow us on Facebook at Mind Dead Care Podcast. Thank you for joining us today at Mind Dead Care Podcast where we nurse our minds back to better health.